0: No matter where you are in life, you can move forward into a deeper relationship with God. Welcome to Today Forward.
1: And now with today's teaching on how we can learn to cast every care upon the Lord. Here's Mitch and Terry.
0: Today Forward ministry is wanting to teach others to learn to walk in the Spirit of God.
1: Practical application of what's already been provided for us as believers
0: God loves each and every one of us. He has implemented this salvation experience to set us free so that we can now begin to walk in the Spirit of God. We are no longer held captive to the things of the world. We can now have a victorious life and be able to minister to others and have a compassion for others. But Terry, don't we have to get past basic principles of understanding the doctrine of Christ in order for this to operate and begin to walk in the Spirit of God?
1: We've got to understand the basics, and then this revelation knowledge that's in our born-again spirit can flow. We can begin to understand all those things that happened in the beginning, the beginning of our walk with God. Well, let's go to Hebrews 6 and verse 1, and he's telling us that it says, therefore, leaving the principles... Of the doctrines of Christ, let us go unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith towards God. He's telling us to move on. We have this foundation of faith, of believing in God, of believing in the blood of Jesus has cleansed us from all unrighteousness. And now we're these new creatures in Christ. But how do we walk this thing out? It's no longer us that live, but Christ lives in us. Who is this Christ that lives in us? How do we walk this out? We always hear about walking by faith. What are we doing when we're walking by faith? We're we're hearing from the Holy Spirit. We're doing His work. We're, we're the physical manifestation of His Spirit. Wow. That's what we should be. And that's the walk, the walk that flows out of us and people can see it in the natural but it's that supernatural power of the holy spirit that's flowing out of us that's what this walk means flowing in the holy spirit understanding the power of god that's in us that's around us it's never going to leave us nor forsake us it's hovering over us it's in and through and it's all about the holy spirit of god in us that's the walk
0: and by understanding that we can get past those basic principles of repentance from dead works, of having faith in God, the doctrine of baptisms, the resurrection from the dead, eternal judgment. When we understand those basic principles, we begin to build confidence and trust in God and what He has provided for us. We begin to understand that the Holy Spirit of God now can move us forward, today forward in our walk. And this is what we're wanting to reveal. This is what the Spirit of God is wanting to reveal now. You can now hear from me. You now have to have confidence in me, the Holy Spirit that lives within you. You understand the basic principles. Sin has been taken care of. You understand baptism, that you'll be raised from the dead. You understand that you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit, receiving the Holy Spirit of God that lives within you. You understand that judgment has been paid for for your sins. And now I want you to move beyond this. to begin to learn to hear from the Spirit of God so you can further your victory where you're no longer held captive in your mind to the things of the world. You no longer have to concern yourself with the basic principles that we just talked about because those are all taken care of. So Satan can't use those things against you when he tries to bring things up in your mind. You can understand that the Holy Spirit of God is in you and telling you, no, those things have been taken care of. You now live by faith. You walk by faith, not by sight.
1: Mitch, the way I see it right now is that we're talking to born-again believers who somehow got stuck and haven't moved on into the revelation of the Holy Spirit.
0: They're stuck in the basic principles here. Yes,
1: yes. And so what happens then is they hear somebody say, well, healing is available. Signs and wonders follow those those who believe. And they say, well, I'm a believer and I'm not seeing any of this. They're stuck in the flesh. They're not walking after the Spirit. They're not listening to the Holy Spirit of God who indwells them now, who has all of this available. Romans 8.1. Let's read some of this because I, I think this is where I'm getting this from. There's therefore now no condemnation for them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For we're not walking in the Spirit, we're walking after the flesh.
0: Romans chapter 8, verse 1 is telling us that we're held captive if we walk in the flesh. But if we walk in the Spirit of hearing from the Spirit of God, we're no longer held captive. And this is what I want to convey, that That's, this is what it's all about, is learning to hear from the Spirit of God so you can be set free. Because this is what... I feel that Romans 8 is talking about, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's a matter of, am I learning to listen to the Holy Spirit, or am I listening to the flesh? And I'm thinking about Hebrews chapter 6. Are you still worried about your sins? Are you still worried about judgment? Because if you are, then you're not walking in the Spirit of God. You're not having confidence in what God has done for you. Therefore,
1: you're going to be stuck in the flesh. You're opening yourself up to the wiles of the devil, and he's going to... Get you over there in the flesh, and you're going to start having this pity party. Well, these other believers must be doing a lot more for the Lord than I am because I don't see any signs and wonders following me. No, you haven't renewed your mind to who you are in Christ. You haven't got past the basic elements. You've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Hopefully, it's been a heart transformation in you, that you now understand that the Spirit of God lives in you. And you can go back to John 3, 3, and all of those verses in there, John 3, where it says you must be born of the Spirit. You can't just make an emotional decision. What I'm saying, it has to be a true heart transformation. And then you begin to walk in this Spirit of God that's in you. And I believe once somebody confesses with their mouth, and believes in their heart. That's a two-part thing. they got to believe in their heart and speak it. You're born again, but you cannot stay there and expect to live the, the overcoming life that God has for you.
0: In Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 5, this is what you're talking about. We do not want to stay in our old condition. We want to get past the principles, but in Romans 8, 5, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. And this is what we're talking about.
1: That's what I was trying to say. (laughs)
0: Am I listening to my old way of thinking? Am I listening to the world? Or am I listening to the Holy Spirit? We want to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. We want to learn to hear the voice of God and this only takes place by renewing our mind to understanding the practical application of God's word in our life. So you begin by setting your mind upon the things of God. The sin issues taken care of, everything's taken care of, it's what we've been talking about. Now I'm wanting to focus in on hearing from the Holy Spirit and walk and have the characteristics of God. Characteristics of love, forgiveness, Those are what now live within each and every believer. We have the fruit of the Spirit of God living within us. But we have to be honest with ourselves. Am I walking in the fruit of the Spirit of God, the characteristics I just mentioned? And I tell you, if you're not, the Holy Spirit's going to tell you to walk in this realm in order to be set free in your mind.
1: And I don't think a lot of us are walking in this realm. What's happened, Mitch, is some people have gotten born again, they don't understand that in their spirit they're complete and whole and have the Spirit of God now indwelling them. They've went home after being born again and looked in the mirror and said, there's no change in me.
0: <laughs> and what you're saying there is, I still have the same thoughts. I still have the same ideas That's of the right. world. And what we're saying is now the Holy Spirit can renew your thoughts to where you're not thinking that way, but it comes with time and patience. Yes. The problem is, With that analogy you just mentioned, people give up and say, no, there's no change, so this must not be real.
1: Or they experience God one time and live that over and over again for 20, 30 years, and God loves them. Don't misunderstand that. He loves them. They're going to go be with, you know, if they've truly had a heart change, they're going to go be with him forever and eternity if you understand scripture, this blessed life starts the very minute you accept him as your Lord and Savior. It's not off somewhere in the sweet by and by. No, because it's right now.
0: Because the scripture we've been reading is telling us it all has to do with where your mind is. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. It's do I have the mind of the Holy Spirit or do I have the mind of the world? Again, with your analogy of looking in the mirror, what happens after you're born again? You're saying, I still have these things same thoughts in my head that are not good, that are not of God. But the Holy Spirit is saying, no, I love you. You need to settle that issue. I love you. Now I want to renew your mind to what you now have in Christ. Don't worry about your past. It's taken care of. We're going to move today forward now, right now. And that's why it's so important, isn't it, Terry, for us to understand no matter where you're at in your circumstances, you can always move forward. That's why the Lord put this ministry on our heart is so People can get an understanding no matter their circumstances, no matter how long they've been a Christian or if they have not been a Christian. They can move forward because the power of the Holy Spirit will renew their mind. He's always trying to, like you say, woo them, to draw them closer to Him. But it's a matter of learning to listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling us and understanding I can hear from God. Now I just have to be honest with myself again because this is the key to this whole thing is being honest with yourself. Do I have unforgiveness in my heart? Am I walking in love?
1: And all you have to do is ask the Holy Spirit, what is it that's deterring me from this joy and peace right now because it's in me? What is in my flesh? What's showing up? What do I need to renew my mind to? Where are you, Holy Spirit? I know you're in me. I want you to show up big in me. I want you to come out of this unseen realm so that other people can begin to grasp, wow, something's different about you. What happened? You know, sometimes we, we try to get deep in the scriptures, but really, we're just supposed to go out. We're supposed to be disciples, make disciples, and even a baby born-again Christian can begin to change people's lives. Just by seeing that the Spirit of God has changed them.
0: Their mannerisms, the way they speak.
1: Yes. It's that inward change. It's always inward out, isn't it? Yes. And that's
0: what we need to remember. That's right. The outside may look rough, and it may still walk the way of the world, but God knows the heart. That's right. And he's always operated in this realm, knowing the heart. He knows what's in there. He knows what's in every man. And he loves man. Yes. He created mankind. And he wants this relationship with everyone. This is why it's so important to learn to walk in the Spirit of God and hear from the Spirit of God. This is what sets us free, Terry. This is what separates us from the world. The Holy Spirit wants people to see the Spirit of God working in our lives so people of the world will be drawn to it and say, I want what you have. I want the mindsets you have. I am tired of my captivity, of my circumstances, of just life. I want to walk in this joy and peace that you now have.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm tired of being controlled by all this junk, this anger, this hatred, this, you know, this jealousy and envy. I just I don't want to do that anymore. And that's what happens when you get born again. You begin to walk away from that because you're walking in the spirit.
0: You're hearing from the spirit of God saying, I'm not condemning you. I'm saying I have something better for you because I know your situation. I was on earth. I suffered as a man with temptations coming against me. That's
1: why I sent my Holy Spirit back, so that you could walk this walk out. You can walk by the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus, my life that I poured out for you. And that's what it's talking about. Walking the walk is
0: learning to hear from the spirit of God, and trust in the spirit of God, and say the things that the spirit of God
1: gives you. You know, as I begin this this faith walk as I would physically walk around my house being born again by the spirit of God, still not understanding all that's happened in my spirit. I stub my toe physically and the stuff that would come out wasn't very godly but as i renewed my mind to the word of god when i stubbed my toe it's praise the lord i didn't break it off you know right can you grasp that that's what we're talking about walking in the spirit versus walking in the flesh the spirit of god is coming out of us now in what we say and what we think and what we do it's so exciting to live that way mitch the more we walk in the spirit, the less we walk in the flesh. That's right. And Paul is always telling us to fight the good fight.
0: And this is what we're talking about. Fighting the good fight is resisting the devil. And where's the, the
1: devil attacking us? In the flesh. He gets in our minds and he can get in your flesh and he can mess you up. And that's why Paul also tells us there's no good thing in the flesh. That's right. So that's why we are to resist the devil. It's not a condemning
0: statement. What it's saying is resist the devil, and you can have victory in your life. So you need to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. You need to learn, I'm here to comfort you. I'm here for edification to build you up. I'm here to to give you
1: instructions on how to grow in your spiritual life. You're becoming more alive in the Spirit and more dead to the flesh. Yes. And and that's what we always talk about, being dead not being self-centered anymore to be in to being christ-centered exactly that's who christ is he was walking in the
0: spirit of god and this is the mindset we're having he didn't take offense to things he knew where the attacks were coming from he understood man's condition and when we understand man's condition we no longer begin to take offense we have compassion we begin to have compassion for those who do not know god And understand they're hearing from the ungodly spirit. They're hearing from the spirit of the world. And Christians, this is the whole point of our, our relationship of walking in the spirit of God. As we can hear from the spirit of God, this is what sets us free because we have compassion and understanding now. And this is the practical application. Because the word of God tells us that we were once like the world. But we're no longer that way because we have the spirit of God living within us that gives us this ability To now walk in the Spirit of God, hearing from not the ungodly spirit, from the
1: Spirit of God, to guide and direct us. Luke 4.18, we're going to set the captives free now because we're walking in the Spirit. You know, Mitch, if we can teach another generation that's coming up to seek God for a mate, to seek God. Ask the Holy Spirit, is this the one that I'm to spend the rest of my life with? Wouldn't there be a lot more prosperous marriages today? Let the Holy Spirit lead and guide you, and he'll take care of all of this stuff. But the world says, no, you got to go find this one, check this one out, and all that junk. No, you don't have to do any of that. You just say, Holy Spirit, is this the one? And again, it's That's learning we- to listen. That's what we're trying to teach here is we want people to listen and to let them know that the Holy Spirit of God will do this for them. He did it for me. He did it for you. He'll do it for them. Yes, and this is the point.
0: He takes care of every situation because our our situations here on earth are basically relationships with people, whether it's a husband and wife or whether it's a relationship with other people in the world. We have relationships. We have encounters daily. And people are brokenhearted. And when you... Come to an understanding of Luke four eighteen that that God came to mend the brokenhearted, and it was through Jesus. And now it's through the power of the Holy Spirit that lives within us to mend the brokenhearted. And how is all this accomplished? It's learning to hear from God. Yes. To learn to walk in love. To walk in this law of the Spirit. It's yes. a law. If we walk in love, if we walk in joy, we're going to have peace. Yep. Now that doesn't mean everything's hunky-dory all the time. It means I am no longer going to take offense to things that come against me. I'm no longer going to meditate upon those things where it festers in my mind and causes me to say something or do something that's not of the Spirit of God. We need to train our minds to listen so we can receive wisdom from God to solve our problems. And I know we're being repetitive, but the Word of
1: God is. uh, I'm still over here in Romans 8, backing up to verse 4. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. That right standing with God is, is fulfilled in us, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Verse 6 says, To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace.
0: And that's it. Carnally minded means it's going the opposite direction of God. In fact, in verse 7, it tells us this.
1: Yeah. You're not going to go to hell because you sin if you're born again. Get back to the basic principles. Yes.
0: That's all taken care of (laughs) That's all taken care of. If you're thinking this, if you're thinking when I mess up, I'm not right standing with God and the Holy Spirit has left me, you don't understand the basic principles. and You have to go back again and realize how much God loves you and what has been
1: accomplished. But if you remain carnally minded, that's not going to work out very well for you.
0: No, because you're not hearing from the Spirit that's of God. Right. That's right. It's death.
1: That's it's what it, This is what it's
0: telling us, is if you're carnally minded, you're not hearing from the Spirit of God. You're listening to your old way of thinking, and you're responding in your old way of thinking. And so it's death. But spiritually minded, I like this, it's life and peace. Amen. And that's what we now have if you walk in the Spirit of God.
1: Okay, let's read some scripture. Verse 7. Mentioned it because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God Neither can be so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God
0: very simple. Yeah,
1: you're born again But you're not pleasing to
0: God and how is this Terry it goes right back again to what we've been talking about You're not resisting the devil if you're in the flesh that goes against God God's character is love and joy and peace. He's wanting you have this abundant life now He's wanting you to be set free from what has been holding you captive. And what has been holding you captive is your old way of thinking.
1: Yep. Verse 9. But you are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you, and he does as a believer. Now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he has none of his. We're talking about being born again, walking after the Spirit of God. He's in you now as a believer. And you can walk out this walk of faith by listening to the holy spirit of god that's in you
0: but i want to add this this actually you are to examine yourself yes if indeed the spirit of god dwells in you examine yourself am i born again yes okay the spirit of god dwells within you now why is it that uh it may not be manifesting like i think it should what's going on here Well, if you back up to those verses we were just reading, it's because where my mind is. Right. If I'm walking carnally minded, the Spirit of God is not going to manifest because that's not His character. Yep. And it goes against
1: His character. That's the old law. Yes. (laughs) Sin and death. Don't go there. (laughs) But now we have
0: the new law. (laughs) That's right. Which is walking in the Spirit of God and hearing from the Spirit of God. Terry, if we can get people to understand that... Our relationship with God now is simply learning to hear from the Holy Spirit and trusting God and examine where we're at in our walk. We need to truly examine where we're at in our walk if you're tired of your situation, if you're tired of your circumstances. But most people, what they do is they'll be praying to God and not really examining where they're at with their situation. They're thinking something supernatural is going to fall out of the sky and hit them on the head. To take care of the situation in reality they've not been diligently seeking him listening to what the Spirit of God is telling them
1: God has already done his part this supernatural sign will manifest as you as a believer recognize and begin to understand what God has already provided by his death, burial, and resurrection. And how the
0: Holy Spirit's going to work in your life. We need to understand this, don't we? Yes. How is he really truly working in my life? How does the Holy Spirit truly work in our lives? And it's very simple. It's a matter of the mind, listening to him without doubting. I'm thinking of Acts chapter 10. We've been talking about hearing from the Spirit of God. I'm in Acts chapter 10, verse 19. And this has to deal with Cornelius and Peter. And Peter hears from God.
1: Such a good example.
0: It is. Peter hears from God and the Holy Spirit is talking to them. This is why I use this example. Peter has this vision and this is what took place. While Peter thought about the vision, now listen to this. The Spirit said to him, Behold, three men are seeking you. Verse 20. Arise therefore, go down and go with them doubting nothing for I have sent them. Do you see that he had to learn to hear from the Holy Spirit and have confidence and trust in the Holy Spirit
1: and not doubt? Not doubting. If you begin to doubt, that, and then that double-mindedness? Yes. Is this really going to happen?
0: But what we're seeing here is the Holy Spirit orchestrating things. Yes. And we need to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. We need to have confidence and trust in the Holy Spirit, that He's moving, that He's within us. And we see that the Holy Spirit's within Peter because he, he's telling him, I've sent three men to you. Arise, go down, and do not doubt. And you can see the Holy Spirit working with Cornelius' messengers. The Holy Spirit is moving in their life. And this is what we want to emphasize. We want the Holy Spirit moving in our life where we learn to listen to the Holy Spirit, understanding he loves us and is here to comfort us, guide us, and direct us. He's here to renew our minds, so we learn to hear this voice of the Holy Spirit and not the voice of the world, what we've been talking about in Romans.
1: There's so much blessing in this. I'm back in Romans 8. The Spirit of God is in you. He quickens your mortal body. He says that in, in verse 11. And then he goes on to say that we are the sons of God. Wow. And the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Man, oh man, it's just so comforting.
0: We have this reassurance in verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. For the Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And that's absolutely true. (laughs) we We
1: got to jump down to 38. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord.
0: Terry, this is what it's all about, isn't it? We want people to receive their own revelation to understand that nothing separates us from God now. We have the Holy Spirit of God living within us. All the Lord wants to do now is renew our mind to hearing from Him so we can resist the devil and have a victorious life now.